summer, let's get out and about. There's thousands of Sky VIP experiences to be won across the country, like teeing off at the driving range. Great shot! The drive-in movies are back. Pass the popcorn and the gates to the zoo are now open. Hey, don't let the animals out. These aren't just treats. It's the treatment you deserve. Sky VIP. Visit the My Sky app to get involved. 18 plus ticket applicants entered into ballot. See sky.ie slash VIP terms. Closing dates vary. See Sky VIP section of My Sky app. Welcome to Real Weddings with Sarah. I'm Sarah Kennedy from Irish Wedding Blog, one of Ireland's leading sources for wedding inspiration, advice and support. Real Weddings with Sarah brings you an inside snoop of some of Ireland's best-loved personalities and celebrity weddings. Join me as I indulge on all of the wedding goss. So today I'm joined by a very, very special guest. This guest in particular has kept me sane through all of COVID and all of the madness, particularly around weddings. Some of you may know her from a very, very interesting competition in Ireland called the Rose of Tralee. She was a Dublin Rose. And I think I first came across her when I saw her doing the shuffle across the the Tralee Dome, much to everyone's amazement. She absolutely rocked the stage. So what's so important is that she has carved herself a beautiful area in the wedding industry and she's really put her stamp on it. With Rosie and Dot, she specialises in all of the special touches that you need for your wedding day, whether it's, you know, those lovely little ring boxes, whether it's the jewellery or just even some cool shades just for the day, the clutch bags, she's got it. She is an absolute breath of fresh air. If you have been following her, you will know exactly what I'm talking about. Chevelle, I'm so delighted to have you here today. Sarah, that's fierce emotion. You were so professional there. I just can't cope with it. Sure, you know yourself. I'm you know? just here going, geez, I hope now my questions live up to this professionalism. Look, if it's if it's crap, we're just going to have to get rid of it. You oh, know, it's just, you know, look, just we'll just bin it. We'll just bin you, right? <laughs> Oh, that was such a nice intro, though. Thanks so much. You're so welcome. And look, thank you for your time today. And um, look, let's get stuck in, right? Because your wedding is just like the most, it's it's almost like caramel. It's just oozing with loveliness. And it's like, I want a cup of tea and eat dairy milk when I look at it. It gives all the warm, fuzzy feelings. But so you're only married two years. So you're still newlywed. I know. We're two years on the 18th of July, which, wow. and I was laughing with you there before we started recording because, you know, COVID and everything, it feels like it's been like 15 to 20 years. I'm joking. I'm like, we just went through bridal, our newlywed boot camp kind of with this whole yeah. pandemic, you know? know, but it's, it's mad. Yeah. And I, I guess that's the good thing with Rosie and Dot is I kind of feel like I, live through now other brides I know and it's such a <laughs> lovely on. thing to be involved in and to be you know to be part of somebody else's day you kind oh, of feel yeah. like you still have a foot in the door absolutely um, and take us back so how did you and Brian meet yeah okay so <laughs> this is so cheesy often when I'm telling the story I'm like we are just so we're a real stereotype the two of us right because <laughs> um so like you so beautifully said I was in the Rose Tree in 2011 so I was single then and I was like oh my god the whole world just opened up in front of me and it was just the most amazing experience and you know I met best friends I have in the whole wide world through that festival so even the four bridesmaids the girls I had my, as my bridesmaids were all girls that I'd met in 2011 through the Rose Tree so like which is amazing but um one of the escorts who's called Connor 
um, Connor had said to me, you know, I have a friend, you know, I think you'd really like him. And I was like, oh, will you get away from me trying to set me up? I'm so embarrassed. I'm so awkward as it is. Can't cope with this, you know. Um, and he had mentioned to me that he was working with this guy in, um, in Students Union in Warford IT. And he had said that um, Brian was thinking of going for the escort role in 2012, which was the year after hey. us. And I was like, Jesus, very So nice. you're kind of like, is this a little Sinead de Blogger story? I know. Or is, are we... <laughs> There's going to be a lot of crossover between Sinead and I. I feel like, you know, I just want to put a shout out to anyone that has not found their husband yet, just because, right? Because there is a history of these glam gals nailing down and getting these men in this rose of Sinead. Well, listen, I am telling you, I've said this to so many people. I'm like, I think it's kind of like, um, it's like, just the the secret that nobody actually knows is that it's an amazing way to meet people so that goes for friendships and romance as well like I will 100% say that because that's how Sinead met her aim exactly was at yeah. Patty and Catherine's wedding yeah we were all there we loved it but um yeah so Connor then we had like I think six months had passed or something and then we were at like there's lots of reunions after the festival happens so you're going to every corner of this island and abroad as well to meet up with people and we were all up in Donegal because um, Maria who is who was our 2011 Donegal Rose and my maid of honour she was handing over the sash so um, Connor walked in the door with with Brian now I didn't know this was Brian you know but he walked in the door and I was like and I wouldn't normally be that kind of person but I was like who is he is lovely Jesus. and then which makes me laugh now because Tara who won the Rose Tree our year who was one of my bridesmaids as well Tara still remembers it she's like gosh Belle you never usually would be like that but like straight away just You're really honest. liked him yeah and then it kind of the penny did drop now after a few minutes I was like oh my god I think he's actually after bringing this fella Brian you know but that was the night we met and then literally since then Sarah like there was never anyone else for me. Like, no, inseparable. This, that was it. That and was it. Do you think you knew even that early on? That that's it. That's. I had. I remember. I didn't necessarily feel like he is the one, but I remember that Brian was always, which I'd never had before with anyone else, because he was always really straightforward. So, Brian you always knew where you stood with him yeah. and he always texts back and he was always the first to text and he was I just always no felt game playing no game I, and I couldn't believe I thought that was a revelation now for being honest I was 23 at the time and I thought this is mad you know yeah but um I always felt very secure and very comfortable and I remember mom always saying he's very like your father and I remember thinking oh well look if he's anything like dad you know in his just his morals and the way he is with people so I yeah so when she said that I thought okay right right he's a bit of a seal of approval there you know he's in the door he's in the door you can do more you know it's hard to get in that door you know but (laughs) so how long was it between um starting to go out and getting engaged how long were you together so we would have met 2012 that was that year that start that year and then we got engaged in 2018 February 2018 So yeah, we're together a while, like, and then there were people, you know, getting engaged before, you know, but you have that whole time. Oh yeah, because when's it your turn? Yes, yes. And then you're like, I'm not going to be that person. I'm going to keep it to myself. I don't want to be that girl. But then you're like, are you going to do it? it. (laughs) (laughs) We all think it. And it's like, oh my God, I'm so surprised. (laughs) I I only had to ask him 5,000 times. Oh my God. I'm so surprised. I know. And I try to keep it so cool, you know, in your head, you're going, you know, it's about that time now, Brian. I know. It's like, know? are you going to do it or what? Because yeah, I need to know on. what places to be, you know. I'm oh, I've got to plan my life now. So. That's so true. And how did he propose? 
So it's funny, I, and Rosie and Dot was kind of new at this stage. So I'd come up with the idea and I was ordering in stock and samples and I was trying out that whole thing. Um, and but it, would not, it was nothing to what it is today. So I wasn't even thinking of weddings or anything. I just yeah. loved accessories and I loved dressing up in fashion and all that kind of stuff. So I had gotten my first batch. This was February 2008 and I had got my first batch of sample sunglasses in. And they're from this amazing supplier. And I was so delighted myself. And the weekend was coming up anyway. It was a Saturday. And Brian had said to me, look, his friends, a girl that his friend goes out with her family. She's amazing. And her family have this house in Sligo. And Brian was like, you know, let's go down with this couple and we'll go to Sligo for the weekend. She's like, we haven't seen them in ages. It'll be great crack. And I was like, right, okay. I'd had a bit of a mare that week. I think I was just very, I'd spent all my 20s really in jobs that I worked with amazing people, but I also worked in jobs where people really weren't nice and I was very stressed at the time I remember having yeah. a tough time around that time that he did propose anyway so we brought Brian's kind of into photography and he'd have the camera and the tripod and everything so I'm well used to him using the camera yeah. and we left on the Saturday morning and it was kind of raining and he said to me look Shved, do you want to bring some of your sunglasses and on the way to collect our friends we can you know take some pictures of the sunglasses oh and you can see what they're like and I was like he is so productive what an employee and he's not even an employee I remember being in the car Sarah thinking Jesus I struggled here this is just too good to be true (laughs) (laughs) I was like what's the altar you know even then I never thought anything of it because that is who he is he's just so helpful all that he is so helpful all the time and we're in the car and we're on the M50 and then he was like, well, we go to, we love Bushy Park. So yeah. we always go walking in Bushy Park in Dublin. And he was like, look, we'll go to like, Bushy Park's on the way. We'll just drop into Bush Park. I was like, perfect. Great. Then he parked the car. There was a perfect car space, car parking spot. Like, you know, the spots you just never get. Now that didn't ring an alarm bell either for me, but I just thought everything was slotting into place real nicely in our day. And um, he took out the camera and the tripod. I had the sunglasses in a box, you know, I was carrying them along. It started raining now heavily enough at the stage and it was windy and yeah. I said Brian Brian why are we taking pictures in the wind and the rain like with sunglasses this is stupid <laughs> like come on what are you doing and we were walking through the park and Brian was like no like real cool calm now she look we're here now just do it and you'll know what they look like and you can order whatever ones like he set me up beside the lake like the little lake that's there where the, yeah. feed the ducks and stuff and I was you should see the head on the I have a head like a well-chewed toffee in the pictures because I'm just getting blasted out of it <laughs> gale force wind so I'm just having a mare and then he he took the pictures anyway and he's like shall we get one picture of us together like you know just before we go he and I was just like, like he they broke the mold <laughs> I tell you I was like and but even still Chevelle being Chevelle was like yeah go on not thinking that of it so he set up the tripod and the timer and it was like me 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 you know the little beeps yeah and he stood beside me and then put his arm around me and he was rummaging in his pocket didn't think anything of it and then he just turned and just as the picture took he was down on one knee ah stop so we have the picture framed in the sitting room like that he took and I can't remember what anything that he said but the shock Sarah was like oh my god and what's funny which is when the camera was okay after this but right after the picture took his camera was blown over by the wind and the sound <laughs> of the camera and maybe me I turned around and I was like oh no your poor camera and Brian was like Cheval I don't care about the camera I'm trying Just to propose yes. he's still on the knee so yeah that's how he did it and then we went oh, uh, we didn't go to Sligo at all he brought us to the Europe Hotel in Clarny Oh, happy days. Nice. And Sligo. I just... Sling your hook. I see you later, Sligo. 
oh that is so lovely and so what what did you do next did you get straight into the planning or did you hold back a little bit I didn't you know the first one of the first things I did I remember um it took me it took me ages to fall into the rhythm of it Sarah I felt really um I was bamboozled for the first yeah. while. Like, it, I, it's the and most amazing time. And it's such a lovely time. time. You're trying to soak oh, it all up as well. The best time. Like, when I think back on it, and I had friends who had been engaged and married before me, and they had great advice for me because they were like, should I just enjoy it? Like, and they always went real glazy eyed when they talk about the engagement phase because they were like, it's the best time. And it actually really and truly is. So um, I think one of the first things I did, we left it for a couple of weeks. Like, we did the celebrate and everything, and that was amazing but one of the first things I did was because I'm a real arts and crafty person and I love um like you know I love really visualizing and planning things I and I love your look I have words. to I have to show you the Chevelle come on <gasps> oh my yeah you, no, you can see this but I remember back in like 2015 or 16 I think it was I got sent this mug and it had Irish wedding blog it was all handwritten and it has like a bride and groom on it and it's like oh a little bit of writing on the back and Chevelle actually made that you're quite the craftress and I that is my pen holder on my desk. oh my god that's so mad I love that. that and you're like you were only getting going then weren't you yeah 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 oh I was only God. just about I, well Facebook was a big place at that stage it yeah. was all about that and then Instagram yeah. but yeah oh my god You're that was my crap. first that was where I learned like about business and running your business or whatever because that was my first one that I ever had which is called McGraw Gifts so I did personalized mugs and stuff and that was so busy but it was just too busy in the sense that the mugs and frames and everything took and so long and you can't scale that because you're doing all the handwriting yeah, yeah. and you're wrecked you know but that's so funny you have that I know so I yeah know. I just I always love like the crafty things so I went into Eason's that time and I just I wanted to get my wedding diary like I was all about that so I have that still beside me here um and it was this lovely it was kind of like a blank so to speak book really that you could just put whatever you wanted in it and that's kind of how I started I think Sarah and Pinterest is the best friend yeah. of yeah. a girl like literally Jesus where would you be without it so I kind of started printing off bits and bobs and sticking them in a print stick you know like I real old school I, I just love yeah I love the scrapbooking I love yeah, that yeah I know. it's I look, so like, special to have isn't it I know it's so lovely and yeah. so like when was it then that you decided okay we're going to start now looking at venues and all that sort of thing so we that was February 2018 I think the summertime we kind of maybe yeah. or just before the summertime we started looking because it's funny like I always especially when we were first engaged I kind of was always like I know Brian and I are real laid back like we wouldn't be fussy we wouldn't be urgent or you know like we would be stressed about these kind of things but I found it fascinating actually how that does creep in and not with everyone but certainly with us and I wouldn't have thought that I would have and I remember people were like oh you know you just have to get the venue like if you want really want the venue now you're gonna have to be quick with the venue and I was like Jesus Christ so I remember feeling a little bit of urgency with that and um, so that was obviously the first thing that we did um, I remember, God, we, and it's funny because we wanted to have um, a civil ceremony. So we obviously weren't going to get married in a church. So that was really important to us to have um, a really lovely room for that part. Yeah, you know, yeah. like we wanted to have like natural light and to have, you know, roomy and lots of room for everyone or whatever. Um, and I found it harder to find that than I thought. So we yeah. ended up seeing like, I think seven venues before we found Clonabrini, which was where we went with. That's right. And you see, Clonabrini is perfect for that. Oh, you know, nice. It's just made for that. You know, oh. it's so adaptable. I love it. It's one of my favorites for sure. Yeah, we love it. And so then what happened next? So once you got the venue nailed down, you had that. What started yeah. to flow after that then? 
Yeah. So there was once once you have the venue, once you have your date, like that is your sure listen, Game jump on. on the wedding train. Here we go. Here like, we go. You know, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> let's get ready girls <laughs> oh, yeah that's what it was like and I think um I really like there were certain things that are really important to us we have a really good friend of ours called Brendan Galvin and Brendan is a videographer as well so he um he was great for advice because he was like look you know I've done loads of weddings and this one of the great piece of advice he had for us was you know the music and the entertainment is really a huge part of it and we had been to loads of weddings before but you know when you're engaged you look at different weddings yeah you start you yeah. start examining when you go to oh, them. you kind of can't enjoy the weddings anymore you have the clipboard like, you're reading the book yeah you're reading everything you're looking at you're like i love plan. that prayer come here for that. Oh, look look at that look at that look at that reading that's the corinthians look at that one you so know? true isn't it and you're like you're the invite all oh, right okay so that was four months before their wedding right okay so we you know you're thinking of like everything just shifts really quickly when you're yeah. engaged so yeah that that had happened for us and we Brendan had said to us you know a great piece of advice was to have entertainment for that drinks reception before you go in for dinner because he says that kind of puts people on a very high energy yeah like, you know yeah, the party in. started yeah yeah Agreed. that was great so the music was an next thing for us so we wanted to get the band we wanted to get someone who would do like get have high energy at the drinks reception so we booked um pink champagne where our wedding oh band was. my god oh Carl and the guys oh aren't they brilliant start do you, do you know on pink champagne they actually record the cool fine jingles on this podcast i love pink champagne actually i think i knew that because i have listened obviously listened to a few of yours and i was listening to Sinead's yeah. interview with you and i was like i think yeah i think i yeah, knew that actually. yeah yeah totally oh, they're amazing totally and they hung amazing. around with us afterwards for drinks so we were all delighted with them like they were uh, beyond like yeah, they played some rave music yeah the dance oh, music they were playing I couldn't I couldn't get over so yeah they were amazing and then we had an amazing young guy called Sean McGee who was doing and um, he plays every trad instrument you could imagine he's like a one-man band <laughs> and he did a drinks reception and he what like people still talk about him so he was class so yeah that was really important and then hair and makeup straight yeah. in with that so I have yeah. my cousin Ailish did my makeup she's amazing and we had um Amanda unveiled stylist she's called on Instagram oh, yes, she yes, she's did brilliant. yes and she did my French um another Sinead she did her hair for her wedding and I remember Sinead walking up the aisle and thinking she looked like Rapunzel or something she was the most yeah. beautiful thing I've ever seen so yeah like it was just I guess it depends on what's really important to you they were the yeah. important things like the music the hair and makeup was really important for me because I just love all that as we know glam. And what about the dress where did the dress come in how because like you're stun hon oh stop no I had I had dress drama this is something I talk about with Rosie and Doc quite a bit I found the dress heart and I did not again did not think that I would because I kind of know like myself and I yeah. you know like I had an idea I wanted it to be fitted I loved the idea of being a low back bride but I was like will I be the low back bride? I don't know if I could pull off the low back but I do love a low back um, but we went first we went to a boutique oh god do you think I can remember the name of it now but it's in Dublin anyway and I went with my mom with two sisters I went with mom and one of my sisters Neve, and Aoife couldn't make it that day but we were like we're never going to get a dress today so it's fine like don't panic because she was really stressed yeah. about not being able to make it we went along and the experience was lovely um, and I, sh- I think I should have been more prepared for it because I, if I feel pressure you know sometimes you can feel a bit of pressure in certain scenarios to buy and I I feel very uncomfortable, very awkward with yeah, that kind of yeah, feeling. Same. I like I to almost, be left alone. But like I get to the point where it's like, yeah, okay, I'll just buy it. 
because I, yeah. I actually I just feel so awkward I can't oh, I'm the exact same as you and it drives me mad that I'm like that because I'm like Shavail you're like you know what age was I then 30 I was like Shavail you're 30 now you know yeah. this is gonna happen like I you know, know what the story is still like but anyway um so yeah that happened now there was one, I tried on some dresses and they were lovely they were lovely and my sister Neve, who's real emotional was getting emotional and you know mom was kind of like oh and then I tried on one which was lovely um but I didn't take into account things like this, which is so important, Sarah, like, you know, better than anyone, like the comfort of a dress, mm. the weight of a dress. Like yeah. when are you get married and is it summertime? Will the dress be heavy? Like, do you want to do a lot of work on this dress? And if you want to change a lot of this dress, it probably isn't going to be yeah, your yeah, dress. Exactly. If you, ch- if you want, if you want to change something beyond the fit or maybe adding a belt, then it's not the right dress. Yeah, I just don't think it's for you, you know, and I wish I knew like, you know, hindsight's a great thing. I know all that now, but I tried on this one dress particular and there was a real like big fanfare in the boutique and everyone thought it was fabulous now I really liked it too although yeah. I'm not but anyway I um ended up getting the dress and I walked out with the physical dress so I had everything with me paid for it there and then oh. and the dress wasn't a huge chunk of cash but it was still enough yeah, hard earned money yeah so um, I walked out and I was delighted that day we had been at Prosecco and it was like everything was grand and months passed this was like well in advance of our weddings this was I think this was summer 2018 I think around then um so months passed and then I was planning obviously I, just over a period of time there was something that just did not feel right and mom was relentless mom was like Chevelle I just don't know are you happy with that I just didn't expect you to buy a dress so quick are you happy with one boutique because she knew I watched say yes to the dress religiously I still do because I'm obviously obsessed with brides she was like are you sure you didn't want to go to more places and get that out of your system you know and I was like no fine in my head thinking I don't want to be that you know I don't want to be a pain in the arse for everyone yeah, I don't yeah. want I'm embarrassed I felt embarrassed at that stage anyway long story short got the bridesmaid dresses in and we got them from Chi Chi London which is a great website in the UK yeah great prices and everything and their quality is amazing and their dresses came in and um, Tara who's one of my bridesmaids was living is living in Australia so she couldn't try hers on but the other three girls Brenda Maria and Sinead Blogger could as well so they came to my parents' house and we tried on the dresses and the girls were twirling, they were laughing, they were joking, Love they were, oh, and mom's looking at me with the side eye, you know, and I kind of looked at the girls and I thought, God, like, I don't feel like that in my dress. It was a huge aha moment. Yeah. And that's when I came clean, I think. And my other sister, Eva, who couldn't make the dress appointment, was in mom dad's house one evening. I tried on the dress for her and she was like, Shrey, are you happy? Just straight out. Like, you could see it in your face could see it yeah oh. isn't, it, isn't it it is such a big thing isn't it oh listen and they just you know the people who know you best sometimes yeah. just cut to the chase which I need needed at the time and then ma'am just after that on the slide like which is I'm so grateful for she was like look if you want to go to one more boutique I won't tell a soul this is yeah. what she said you know yeah so that's what we'd ended up doing and Maria my maid of honor had gotten her beautiful dress from MK Bridal in that oh Nathan. stop I love it <sighs> family yeah. run business Kenny Cope like her no, mom great and her mom oh my god like I've worked with them for years they're phenomenal Amazing. like you, I think when I'm looking at your wedding I'm actually just going oh like you've just ticked everyone I always recommend like it's oh, just, that's so good it's like the it's like the perfect combo yeah I I did not have one bad weird every single supplier we had what well, including like um Anne Kennedy was our reverend course, I think yes. she's referred to as but she was Oh, like everyone was Brilliant. just really invested in our day, really kind, very warm, very like it was just very emotional the whole day, you know. But the girls in MK Bridal, like 
when I, I had that experience and um Jacinda who is their tailor their alterations yes yeah she's brilliant seamstress extraordinaire yeah. she picked the dress for me so she brought that into the dressing room and I was like Jacinda will you get the boat I'm not wearing that like yeah it has no lace when on it. people look at you they know what would look right right on you and that's something I learned through the wedding process as well is just to trust them yeah just trust yeah. like because they just know their stuff you know so yeah that's it. a really long story isn't it no it's great that's Thank you so much for telling us that now it's that time of the podcast for cool finds cool finds cool finds A cool find is something cool that we find in weddings. It could be something, you know, a product or it could be, you know, just something you do for your wedding. That's really cool. So I have been obviously watching weddings for a long, long time. Um, Probably I've warped my own mind on it. And of course, looking at your photographer, Peter, he's Peter Carvel. He's fantastic. But one thing that really strikes me as the coolest find that you can actually, you know, have on your big day, it's the it's the special touches. Oh my God, yeah. 100%. I loved the special touches. I think, again, that's how Rosie and Dot all came about because of all these things that made me excited. I used to buy all little bits and pieces yeah. and keep them in my mom and dad's spare wardrobe. And when I had a bad day, I used to go in and look at all I these little details. But that's it. And then you're visualizing how it'll come together. So the big thing for me at the cool find is the morning picture where the photographer takes your glam shoes, takes your perfume bottle, and takes your um and this is where you come in with Rosie and Dot your infamous ring boxes yes beautiful ring boxes and brings in any other special touches that you might have for me that is one of the cool finds anytime I look at a wedding picture I see that morning and it tells me so much about the wedding day and the style I agree. Um, I think I adore those shots. Peter, our photographer, is the master at these things. And he actually taught me a lot about certain aspects of different, you know, the, all the little details yeah. really help me with products for Rosie and Dot. Um, oh, my God. Ring boxes. I got, where did I get mine? This is well before we ever stopped them. It took me forever and a day to find one. But um, we, it, it's just such a beautiful way of showcasing your rings. And when you have, you might have your invite and then you might have your, like your perfume. Your stationery or your jewellery. Your jewellery. Yes, yeah. that's, that's how we're developing really. We have started with the jewellery and that's a really big thing for us. And we love doing like classic pieces, but I'm trying to get more into like the classic with a modern kind of twist because I'm really into that. I think that's yeah. what brides really are these days. But I, the ring box is such a cute little, and it's why we started doing clutch bags as well, because they're just a little pearl clutch in a picture. I just think, oh my God, and there's brides who might match like their pearl clutch with maybe a pearl headpiece yes. or like a crown or we have little slides. And I just think all those little touches when they all come together and if your ring box matches your theme and um, it gives you, like you say, a little taster of kind of what yeah. your vibe is. And I, I think that's... And it's in a snapshot gives you that memory flashback automatically of all the bits you had yeah the bits and your candle and your framed picture and all these things oh god i'm so jealous of you all getting married (laughs) well shavail i think that that is a cool what was the most stressful part in wedding planning i found it hard to you know not that I found it hard it was very important to Brian and I that the day was totally our vibe like we were going to do everything that we wanted to do 
Um, but I found it hard. I actually found the stick into the civil ceremony bit a bit difficult because really? there'd be a bit of tradition in our family. And now, God, everyone was so supportive. So that's not what I mean. But I think part of me felt like, oh, God, would they have liked us to have been in a church? Like, I just kind of had that yeah. feeling. And I'm just and I know myself, like I'm a real people pleaser, like as as much as we wanted to please ourselves. I think that was something that I really know. God, am I happy that we stuck with it? Because it was the, probably the best decision we made for the wedding. Yeah. But that was something I kind of found hard from time to time. And I think I found it and which I never thought I would. But I really found that I wanted to be like, I want to look great. And I want to be mm-hmm. this. I just at times felt a little bit of pressure with that. I found that a little stressful. Well, that was a whole dress isn't it? It's the pressure you put yourself under with these things because you feel you have to live up to this expectation. Yeah, it's not external at all. It's totally internal, really, yeah. all that kind of stuff. Um, what else? Like, I was, I'm so lucky because Brian, Brian and I are really different in a lot of ways, right? So he's Mr. Spreadsheet and he was Mr. You know, this is how much we have. This is the budget. Raining Fantastic. In. Yeah. So thank God I used to give him an awful hard time now during the process. But that spreadsheet and kind of keeping you. things. Oh, my God. Oh, it's so important. You need somebody to balance that in the in the dynamic because I otherwise, dread to think. Yeah. Dread to think. I know because you can lose the run of yourself. Oh my God! And no better woman than me to be like, Yoli, and have a flamingo there. Yeah, yes, yeah, we'll have five. We'll put a big flamingo there. Can we get real flamingos for the wedding? <laughs> can I ride in on a flamingo? No. No, I used to have okay. that joke with my brother-in-law. I used to say, I'm going to look at, you know, renting real flamingos and I'm going to walk up the aisle with the real one. <laughs> he was like, Chappelle, stop. I'm like, I'm obviously joking. And you see, the thing is, they would actually believe oh, that is something stop. you would like. Yeah, they're like, she is then. But um, they were kind of the main parts, I think, Sarah. Like, um, we were lucky with the guest list. Like, we, we didn't find that too hard. Like, we had... 100 which seems like an insane amount of people these days like but we had 140 at the which would have been yeah it's kind of normal small size yeah yeah which is mad to think about now but we we found that okay like I think more so the stress for me kind of was closer to the day than it was with the planning like I loved the planning I was like I said I was going through a really hard time at work at the time so it was a great escape yeah it was a lovely bubble of pink and flamingos and wildflowers and all these things I had in my head you know so it was it was more so coming up to the day and the few days before and even the second like the day two I there were certain things I changed about that time right okay if you could go back and change one thing if you, if I had the magic wand and said right Shavale here you go off you go let's change this what would it be um I wouldn't have had a day two you wouldn't have had a day two I wouldn't have had a day two and I had great advice again around me from people who were like you know what should I like just think about your day two because there was loads of different snippets of advice from friends of mine and you know because what we what we did anyway to cut a long story short was we had everyone over to my mom and dad's house for day two and we got a catering in and we had you know oh, scale so you chicken went, curry and, oh you went full effort like oh uh, come here and I didn't anticipate the exhaustion. I just yeah. did not anticipate yeah. that tired. And we yeah. were at a ball because the week before our wedding, like my one of my best friends, Sheila, and her husband, Kev, came over from San Fran. Like she was my San Fran Rose. And they stayed in her house. So obviously when they arrived, we were like, let's go for dinner. Let's, I know. You know like, and, and, was... and you're building up. Yeah, you you hit the deck. And people oh. don't tell you that. But like, I remember we had a day two as well. And I was fifth, yeah. like, to be honest, I by the time it got to 1 a.m. on the day of the wedding, on the night of the wedding, I hit the deck. Yeah, yeah. It took me, I'd say it took me a good month Oh, back up. I was floored on honeymoon and I was like, 
and I remember we went to Orlando and there was no good food there. It was all fast food. Oh, right. Yes. I remember nothing. I could not get any. I couldn't sleep enough. I couldn't get enough energy. And we were in the, I just wanted the nutrients. Parks. I was like, I just I, I want to be yeah. on a cruise with a bunch of 70 year olds right 100%. now. 100 percent. And did you go for your honeymoon straight after the wedding? Yeah, as well? we went like literally four days later and we went um, we went to Orlando for a week and then Cancun and Cancun was exactly what we needed because yeah. you could recharge there because there's nothing to do but sit around. So it was phenomenal. But yeah, like that, you know, the day two was it was great. And we had it in a pub, mm. but like it's it's kind of that thing that, you know, if you took that in isolation, it's a big thing to plan as well. But you kind oh. of think, oh, yeah, just our day two, like yeah. it kind of creeps up on you. No, it does. And I remember going, you know, people arriving to the house and I felt so, so tired that I could not give them mm-hmm. much at all. And I kind of remember feeling like, and that's just me maybe, but I kind of remember feeling, oh, God, everyone's wrecked and hung over here. Like, you know, like everyone should be at home with a yeah. chicken fillet roll and just calling it a day. You In know? your jammies. Yeah, you know, and I, I, that's how I felt. Now, I've been to other day twos that have been unreal like that I wedding know. and it's great to name it the best day two yeah. of our lives yeah I know yeah. it just depends for me I think and then Brian loved our day two Brian's actually the day two was amazing but we flew yeah. to Portugal the next morning like at 7 a.m we flew to Portugal oh no that's a lot and I tell you Sarah Brian still laughs because he's like Shvel, I think you slept for 17 hours straight and I fell asleep yeah. on the sofa in the hotel lobby if you could go back and give yourself some advice what would it be it's, you know what's great? I actually look back on this and I think, God, I think like I'm happy. I'm really happy with how I felt on the day. Yeah. Um, if I go back and give myself a piece of advice, I think, oh God, just to take it in more like the morning off, I think, and to be more mindful of that little schedule that I had hanging up on that wall because I made sure to have a little timetable hanging up for us when we were getting the hair and makeup done and stuff. And I, again, felt like I was so prepared for that morning. But that last hour that I had planned for mom and I, mom's going to help me into the dress, was completely just, I don't know no, where that... Panic time. hour, yeah. Um, I think that would be my only bit of advice. I feel like I was very present. Brian and I spent a lot of time together chatting to everyone, and I loved that. Like, I look back and then I go, ah, jeez. Like, we were together for a good bit of it. Um, and we were the last people up, which I'm really proud of. I didn't think we would be, like, so I had to hit the deck pretty early myself now. But, um, like, I love that we did that. And, yeah, like, I don't, other than that, like, I feel like, yeah, I was very present. I took yeah. it all in. I was very relaxed, and I kind of got to the point where, thankfully I really did realize and appreciate the magic of the day yeah. and the fact that the sun came out for a bit of it and it only rained a little bit and that was great but yeah I felt like I was very mindful and I was really that is the only thing that I really wanted for the day that's <laughs> amazing yeah. and so look the wedding is is one day in a very 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 long journey of life mm-hmm. so you know there's it, it's and, and the thing is, marriage is probably one of the things that you'll work the hardest at because it's a relationship and it doesn't come naturally. You have to put work in. So you're married now just two years. So like, what do you what did you think marriage would bring that you didn't already have? Um, I knew that it would bring a sense of st- more stability and a bit more like security and like. I think I have a great example of my parents. They're married. Oh my God. How long are they? Over 40 years now, aren't they? Oh God, I should know that. But they're married a very long time. Um, they have like a really great relationship. And I think I kind of knew that going into marriage that it would bring that. Yeah. But I also kind of thought like, does it really change that much? You know, in terms of 
we had been together obviously a while a good while before we got married yeah. and we had been living together before we got married and that living together is the oh my god like yeah, marriage that's the one. biggest yeah because you, you're adapting there and compromising yeah my god there's no hiding when you live together like you know so um I kind of yeah I think that's why I knew it would bring a bit more stability again with marriage you know there's the highs the lows what do you think are those you know what what do you think are going to be the biggest hurdles I think it's like it's compromise that's a huge one like we're very different in personalities so I'm like you know what I feel very passionately about something or I have an idea I like to just do it now here now let's just do it and that goes for Rosie and Dot which which is great but it also goes for you know even like simple things like doing a job in the house yeah or you know um <laughs> like painting walls doing the job in the garden like it's all about that compromise because yeah. Brian loves to plan and he loves to just have you know he's very calm, no options very steady yeah loves to you know compare things and I'm the total opposite I'm like no I know what I like it's gonna look great let's do it okay and that's been something that we've had to learn a lot about um, and it's helped me a lot because it has um, slowed me down a little bit and I think I needed that um, to evaluate things and make the best decision or whatever so that's something that we've definitely um, have to work on with a lot about um, well, you know, like, yeah, and it's just giving each other the space to do things that make each other happy. So, yeah. you know, like, um, Brian's doing great with his fitness stuff and he's back cycling and everything. And he has his time to do that. And I love that. And, you know, I'd have my time with my friends when we're able to see each other. My God. Yeah. You know, like, um, still having our own things for ourselves is really yeah. important, you know, yeah. like, um, yeah. and yeah, and being real understanding of each other. Like, that's something I think we're, we're pretty good at, you know, if like, um, listen to each other understanding person and not going hard on each other and just and you know even with Rosie and Dot like we just changed this is a really small example but it meant a lot to me um we changed couriers recently and up until recently I had to do all the labels manually on a computer and print them off and stick oh, them on the boxes and I tell yeah. you Sarah I, oh my let's not even talk about it but I signed up for a new courier anyway. In the meantime, that's all sorted. But Brian was the one who was up with me every night till one o'clock, two o'clock in the morning. You're serious? He has his full-time job and he'd be in our hallway. Like Stop sticking me. <laughs> and I remember looking at him. I tell you, you would not find Owen Kennedy doing that. I tell you, you wouldn't not, find any other man doing that. You would that not job. find it. Let me tell you. you, oh. you chain him to the house. Don't let I him out. <laughs> <laughs> we do that without even asking him you know, know. but that's uh, you know he does laugh at me he's like would you do that now for me if I start my own business but I'm like yeah, no I sure. actually would you know like yeah, I yeah, would sure we're sure Brian <laughs> yeah I got, I got you back <laughs> yeah sure. see you there yeah so, see can't wait <laughs> <laughs> what parting advice would you give then other couples that are about to embark on this whole magical journey of getting married and falling into marriage what, oh, yeah. what key piece of advice would you give them I'd Oh, I try and tell them not to pay too much attention to what other people think that their day should be. Okay. Um, and that's really important. We sat down together. We said, like, what's important to each other? What do you like? What have you not liked? And we'd be, you know, going back and forth, back and forth, all these things. And I, it was really important to me that we'd have a day where people kind of walk away feeling like, oh, I really have gotten to know Brian and Chevelle better you know for the day whatever. Yeah, that's that a really nice to... way to look at it actually yeah. because so yeah. many times you're like I just want to give the guests a really good day out but like yeah. you know to, to switch that up and go I want them to get to know us better you know yeah very we, wanted way that. Like, we really wanted that because I think we, we got to put our whole ceremony together we could use any music we wanted we could have you know anything and everything and that was deadly and I loved that um but there was lots of personal stuff in it like my sister wrote us a poem and the poem was 
incredible okay. like she's all really fun um, with Geneva read a story like read a um, reading for us and we just had a lot about us in the ceremony about our history and how we met or whatever and um, obviously there was like flamingos were you know like a little bit of our decor of which made us laugh so much we had like a tropical themed after party and you know it was really fun and I think people really got that feeling but you know when you're married and it all passes when you can look back in your day and go oh no that was so us that was class it's yeah. a really good feeling and then I'm telling you I think just listening to each other and having patience with each other when you get married is just a really important because there are those snappy moments and we all have them God, we're only human Jesus of course but yeah it's just it's just having a bit of patience and just going for, if you're wound up just go for the walk and come back and it'll be grand and you sort it you know like that's absolutely Shavale, <laughs> thank you so so much it's been oh, so nice. lovely to hear your story as I said I think everyone will agree it's like caramel it's just so, oh, it's so lovely day. it's so, so lovely so if anybody else wants to see you Shavale, they can follow you over on Rosie and Dot thank you so much thanks so much Sarah for having me Thanks for listening to Real Weddings with Zara. Thanks to producer Ruth Devaney, voiceover extraordinaire Phil Cawley and Pink Champagne Wedding Band for our Cool Finds jingle. Join me next week where we will be chatting to another top guest to get the scoop about their wedding day and married life. Until then, you can find me at Irish Wedding Blog on social media channels. summer let's get out and about there's thousands of sky vip experiences to be won across the country like teeing off at the driving range great shot the drive-in movies are back past the popcorn and the gates to the zoo are now open hey don't let the animals out these aren't just treats it's the treatment you deserve sky vip visit the my sky app to get involved 18 plus ticket applicants entered into ballot see sky.ie slash vip terms closing dates vary see sky vip section of my sky app